please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, it's Treasy. Hey, hey, it's Corey. It's Martin the Mail, man. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are, again, missing Jesse T, who is uh, apparently in D.C. shooting films. He's always fucking shooting films or doing some fun shit. Well, they wouldn't know again because we never <laughs> released that episode. Oh, we didn't? No. That was the one we didn't release? Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, 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 we did. He was, oh, we he, did? He, oh, yeah, he wasn't on the Black Panther oh, episode. In, oh, he wasn't in Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was the other one we did. But, I feel oh, like he was but, here for that one. Yeah. Was he here for no? Was he, he wasn't. No, he was in Philly. No. I think that was the one I'm referring to. He was yeah, like, okay. and I said R.I.P. Jesse T. Yeah, because like we were really trying to get that episode like done right away, and he was yeah. he was out of town. He was out of town. That's why he bought in Chef Ashanti. Yeah, that's right. right. Okay, one Treasy, Treasy <laughs> one. Everybody else zero. Is that how? It is? Well, I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't I say. Disagree with you. I didn't oh, okay. disagree with you. It was Martin. That was Martin. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Treasy <laughs> one, Martin zero then. Going into something per, else we uh, disagree yeah, with. Per uh, usual. Nowadays. We both saw a wrinkle in time. No, let's start with the one billion. Let's oh, start yeah, with yeah, Black Panther one billion. Treasy <laughs> yeah. two, Martin zero. Yeah, I was wrong. I definitely <laughs> underestimated uh, black people. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> with, with a passion too, like for no reason. It's like you were paid by Mel Gibson to nah, say it. was like. <laughs> wooden or something. Nah, I mean the, the numbers kind of said that like. Independent Marvel movies, like one character, they didn't really make a billion dollars, so I I just couldn't see it at the time. Mm. But people people really supported it. it. It's it's weird how like black people support some stuff and like just don't support other stuff. To me, like you could never you could kind of tell, but sometimes you can't really tell like what's gonna get that push. You saying we're unpredictable yeah. in terms of like what we'll fall in love with and get excited about? I mean, I think yes and no. I think some of I don't want to say group thing, but I think some of it is just like there's a cultural consciousness that says we have to support something whether or not it's good. And of course, I'm not talking about Black Panther. I think it's great. But I think there's other great stuff out there like Atlanta or White Famous and stuff that doesn't get like that type of love. And I don't really understand why sometimes. Well, Atlanta well, gets love in, yeah. in my circle. It, it, I mean, it gets people love. wasn't really like I thought that that first episode of this season was like amazing and oh, listen people, this second episode is even better <laughs> man so no what's yeah. funny is i was hanging out with someone who's never he was like oh i watched the first season i watched one episode it really wasn't that funny to me i was like where so i put it on like that first like six minutes of the show he was dying laughing oh, like that's some of the best television i've seen in a long time yo, the yeah. second episode is is yo I didn't stop laughing the entire second episode, bro. Like, and it was funny. It's like, really good. Yeah. The the comedy was like the tonality of the comedy was different in different places, which made it like even funnier because you weren't expecting it. I'm just my favorite part of the entire show, though, and it's gonna seem so random. When Al tossed his phone out the window, and Darius was yeah. like, <gasps> <laughs> "That was the funniest shit oh, in the world to me," because it caught me off guard. Uh, man, the whole uh, the whole scene of him getting stuck up yes. in the back of that car, and the dude is apologizing. <laughs> He's like, I'm Sorry about that, man. I'm sorry, I mean, I'm sorry, man. Because that's so real. It's like <laughs> yeah. you're doing something fucked up to somebody who's been holding you down for X amount of years. He was obviously in a tough situation if he robbing his homie. You know what I'm saying? Yo, for, for me, it was homeboys waves at the end. <laughs> oh, <man. Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Like, because they, they set it up. They like, you, you've been thinking since the first episode, like, okay, what is waves look like? <laughs> You see them jokes. And then you see the title of the episode, Sporting Waves. My dad used to use Sporting Waves. Did y'all? I never. 
Never. I never nah. use sport waist. My dad used to use sport waist, but I never mm, see him wear a do rag. Hold on, your, your dad <laughs> used to wear a sport waist. He used to use sport waist, but I never seen him like with a do rag. Oh wait a minute, young I, shit? you know what? No, that's like actually, I might be wrong. I might totally be thinking that I. I feel like I've seen the sport waist like. Grease in my dad's house. Oh, that's some young nigga shit. Sporting it's waves. Not, First of all, it's called sporting waves, bro. That sporting is like straight slang. But that's like that's not new though. Like that used to be in a jet magazine. No, but that's on even then it was for young niggas though. And yet, I'm, my trust daddy me, was dad, a young nigga when I was ten. When you was man, your dad was probably at least in his late thirties. He was like mid forties. He was like thirty six. Oh, I wouldn't wear sporting waves <laughs> now, nigga. So your pops yeah. was on a whole different wavelength back then. Try to be young, man. And it, you know, niggas in their thirties back then was really in their fifties. You know, time is different back then. <laughs> like pre-social yeah. media, time was way different back right. then. So that nigga was really trying to be young. I don't know. My daddy was fine. My daddy's still fine in real so life. Does the stuff make your hair like? No, it I've doesn't never make quite your hair un- wave. It's I've never understood. To make yeah. your hair lay down. I've never understood the how waves. It's I have just, plenty of things you can't relate to. But, it. That's all right. I, I definitely can't. Apparently, you put the, the, the grease on. See, my hair was my hair was always fucked up. Like, <laughs> you know, received the hairline yeah, forever. <laughs> Mar- Marcus I, still asked me how you know what's it like to use mousse, which I don't use mousse, but yeah, you, you know, use uh, to, uh, to be glued. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to be glued. Yeah. That's what chicks use to put their lace. It's like on. hair, oh, wow. hair, hair glue. Hair paste. Yeah, shit, so it's man. essentially the same thing. It's not as it doesn't paste and harden up, I guess. Yeah. But it's like once you you know you it put it on your, your waves, then you then you put the wave cap on. Apparently, that's the formula for waves. But I don't get it because the the cap, yeah, the cap is not wavy. <laughs> it's smooth. Like, but your yeah, hair man. is curly. The hair yeah. is curly. So when you lay it down, it makes a wave. It's weird. Because black to people me have too, curly bro. hair. Yeah, I mean that's. I great. expect more from you. I I mean honestly. <laughs> Me and my black male friends, we don't talk about the wave. Uh, we don't, and yeah, we, we didn't talk about the wave process. So, well, I think the wave process definitely like, and it, we talking about pre-internet, so you had to go by other people's formulas, right? On how the waves like happen. No Pinterest for the shit. There's no <laughs> Pinterest, no YouTube <laughs> university for the waves. So yeah. So anyway, man, have you been keeping up with Atlanta, Corey? No, I haven't watched. Have not watched one episode of it. Oh, that's not even funny, last season. You wilder. What are you doing with your life? You wilder. I've, I've watched a lot of things, and that one has. Do you like Curb? Her, I do like her, but I'm not like up to date with. If Curb. you like Curb, you'll like Atlanta. Okay, yeah. If, I I say more so if you like Louis, you'll like Atlanta. Curb is. Yeah, if you like Louis, you'll definitely like. Yeah, Atlanta. and you like Louis. Yeah, Louis yeah, is cool. Then you'll love yeah. Atlanta. Then. Okay, I never finished Louis, but Louis was cool. Yeah. I never finished it either, but it was funny. But but back to the people that don't watch Atlanta. I think to me the only problem I ever hear is like people in the streets, like street niggas don't like Atlanta, and that's because they don't get the humor. At least that's my that's my. I feel like a street nigga watching him get robbed would be like, "This is hilarious." Well, see, I yeah. feel like I feel like that's why. Obviously, you know, they call season two. Um, what do they call it? Robin, Robin season. season. Yeah. So obviously, the whole motif this season is going to be niggas getting robbed. robbed. So I think I I really feel like they did that because the the feedback they probably got from the first episode was like the streets wasn't fucking with it. You know what I'm oh, saying? You know the the weird thing is sometimes I feel like Atlanta is kind of like Pat Poose. Like Pat Poose used to have this um, series called Law Library, where he would like really he would rap about like the justice system and like how to get processed. What do you do when you're in jail? Like how do you get dope. a lawyer? Um, bail, all that stuff. He had like that a is series. Really dope of, and really corny at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah, a series of them. And I feel like in some ways, like Atlanta is kind of like that because it shows you what it's like to get processed. It shows you what it's like to go to a PO. What's holding like and stuff like that. So I would think street niggas will like fuck with it though. Well, but you have to get past past the facade of like this Donald Glover. Y- yeah, you have yeah. to get past all of that to get to it. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's like sometimes it's buried. Deep. Like, think about episode two of season one when they was in the jail shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you kind of had to get through some scenes to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and it's like you may not, if you don't catch the humor right off the rip, and it, or if, like, think of coming off episode one when somebody gets shot, but there is no resolution to it. It's like yeah. you know you you, you, you car. yeah you, you get into you get into episode two and you like yo but they didn't even address who the fuck got shot in episode one like that starts losing you know yeah like it not trying to be matter, funny like... not trying to be funny but for niggas in the street I think things got to be one plus two plus you know what I'm saying linear. like things yeah. have to be very linear and this show is not that so uh-huh. like it, once you re- once you get a whiff of that you're like oh no that's bad pussy I'm not doing it. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Hopefully, that, yeah. that was your analogy. That was my wow. analogy. Wow. <laughs> is is oh, yeah. Atlanta an hour or 30 minutes? 30, 30, 30 minutes. 30, yeah. Well, I think Hero and uh, Donald Glover said this is supposed to be like one big long movie or something like that. So maybe it'll be a lot more um, cohesive and serialized this season. See, I, 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 I admit that. that's why I'm, I miss out on a lot of TV. I'm more of a serialized. When, ser- when, when TV shows got serialized, serialized I, I got more into TV. Like, yeah. so if this show, it, it appeared as a non-serialized show, so I... It is and it's not. Yeah. yeah. Some I have a hard carry. time. Like, I just now got into Masters of None. Like... Oh, that's a great show. Like, I'm starting season two. Like, it's, it's a, taking me that long. Like, I... Sometimes... It's it, a continuous story, though. Is it's it? just not... It just right. didn't look like one, so I admit it. My interest... Definitely is. Yeah, I know. But I meant, like, my interest level based on the trailers and the previews and stuff. Like, I just... It looked like a non yeah. show that I would be interested in, so yeah. I have a hard time getting into shows like that. Well, their formula is kind of the same, though. It, yeah. Well, well, it is, but it's not because it is linear. But then you have like the I Love New York episode that right. has nothing to do with the rest of the season, or the yeah. Thanksgiving episode, or the parents right. episode, or the, yeah. yeah, that has no, you know. So it's like you you have you'll have like four or five episodes that actually do Tell a story, have a thread, yeah. and then the other ones are kind of just filler. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They um, just, you know what the other ones are? And it, I guess that's the same thing with Atlanta. Just kind of like, eh, this doesn't really go with the story, but we got something to say, so we're going to say it. Which, right, is, yeah. which is fine with me, because it's not like they introduced a bunch of random characters. Well, they did for the BET episode, which is like genius television. That was genius. That, was yeah. like, that, that is my favorite. That the one price the on the can, bro, I was done. <laughs> like, yeah, but the price is on the can. <laughs> that's so real, though. <laughs> but, but yeah, I like how in episode two, they addressed, you remember when he invested in the dogs? Right. And they bought that back. Yeah. I thought, see, it's like, it's to me, it's genius like that. Like, But see, even that, the first episode where he invested in the dolls, like, that was genius, too, because it speaks to a lot of, like, how people have created wealth for themselves with, like, their resources. When you don't have any resources, you have to think about what you can do with what you have right, right. now. And you can't afford to not... Um, to not have access to your cash right now. So, like, somebody said, like, oh, you could buy a really nice pair of shoes if you save up, but I can't save up because I need shoes now. Like, right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So, it's yeah. the same kind of thing, but I like that they did show his investment paying off, so, like, they didn't make Darius, like, stupid. Right. Yeah, that John paid off, and then he turned around and put it in gift cards. Yeah, so I didn't want him to put all of it in gift Like, he should have just put two Gs in it and still had two He should have put, like, left. $200. Yeah. Right. See if it works. Yeah. My nigga spent it as soon as he spent it. He <laughs> said, yo, they all to you. Yo, yo man, you got to watch this shit, Corey, bro. Like, this show is real. He was talking yeah. shit in front of the store. He was like, they got a no chase policy. No chase. In front of the nigga, he was like, he just got to keep giving me customer service, which is fucking hilarious because I worked retail for a long time. That was exactly it. And that was exactly it. Was it. Like, it was like, you just keep giving him good customer service. That's the best loss for bitches. Like, wow. meanwhile, like, bitches are walking out of the store with the purse. That's funny, bro. Nah, Corey, I'm not going to lie. That might be it. It's definitely top five shows on TV right now. 
Like that's good to hear. Yeah, because I like I like Donald Glover. So I mean, yeah. is Donald Glover like you haven't seen before? Yeah. He's like it's it's the Donald Glover that we've always wanted though that we didn't know was there but we always wanted. Right, right. Um, I was telling Martin just to get on this and then and then and then be done with it. I was telling Martin, man, how like I think the whole rollout of this has been genius. Like you know we got we got um. I feel like this started with uh, clapping for the wrong reasons. Mm. The the little short film that Donald Glover did. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, you get this label, this label pays for this short film. You know, we kind of get used to the tone. It's funny, good response. And then you pretty much, you're probably using clapping for the wrong reasons as like in your pitch meeting, you know, to get Atlanta. So it's like, you know, along the process, you had your label pay for your short film. Your short film got you your television show. This is like just using other. That's like the epitome of OPP, like other people's shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 now it's garnished an Emmy Award winning television show. So, um, I'm if, proud of him. Yeah, if that if that was the linear sort of like development of it, that was just pure genius, man. And he already got the inclusion writer. What up? Yeah, <laughs> real talk. Um, what else is out there, man? What's what's newsworthy? Oh, so yeah, so so Treasy two, Martin zero, and now what do you want to <laughs> well, bring up that you're gonna lose one? in? The first, well, the second one was that you lost in a, a billion for Black Panther. We got all off that. that you, you were arguing about when Jesse was here. Yeah, you lost <laughs> yeah, there, okay, then you lost yeah. a billion, uh, yeah. and you had something else that you're about to lose in. Oh, okay, Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> 3.9. On uh, That's fucking ridiculous, bro. No, whoever comes up with these meta scores and these Rotten Tomatoes shit, I'm telling you, man, I'm going to start one of them things. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, the, they're powerful as shit, man. And that, that kind of goes yeah. back to that Entourage episode. Did you remember? Did y'all ever watch Entourage? Yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure. I, know I what don't know the episode though. Yeah. So the episode when he, you know, the whole thing when he's playing Aquaman and he goes to oh, Comic Con yeah. and the Comic Con writers like a, he really doesn't like him and he's like, yo, if this movie gets a bad review, it's gonna sink it. It's gonna sink the entire Aquaman franchise. So yeah. basically, like, I remember that. Uh, yeah, Vince has to kiss his ass and he ends up bringing him like strippers and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, man, those guys are powerful, man. These motherfucking they Metacritic do that with people. Restaurants too. But like, Rotten right, Tomatoes it. isn't one guy. It's like. It's right. all the reviewers that review movies, and they just combine the reviews and make a number out of that. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, that's the same thing for, like, Metacritic. So, I mean, that, that basically means, like, Rotten Tomatoes, if a movie gets 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, that means 98% of people thought it was a okay, it's a good movie, basically. Okay. You saw Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. You really, in, the, in your heart of hearts, really feel like a, it's a 3.9. Probably not a three point nine. I'll say somewhere between like a four and a six. <laughs> I knew he was like. Looking. I mean, honestly, four and three point nine are not that far off, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna give you an extra tenth of a point just to seem nicer. I, I mean, three is so mean. Like four is like. Okay. Is it a little bit more humane? Yeah, yeah. Just below the. Middle. I can't even name a Jean Claude Van Damme film that I would give three and Yo, fucking point nine. I can. The that's joint. Um, I watched. I fucking watched Kickboxer like mm-hmm. last night, and it's not a three point nine. Fuck no, it's not. Exactly. The joint with Dennis Rodman. That was pretty bad. All right, the with double impact. <laughs> yeah. Now are we talking theatrical or straight to DVD? We're talking theatrical. I'm talking about all of it because well, a lot of them straight to DVD ones are they they look bad. I haven't seen them, but they look terrible. Right. But my point is that, yo, this movie by no means, by no stretch, it's a fucking Disney film, bro. D- Disney films can only get but so bad. I, nah, you didn't, nah, you nah, didn't nah, see nah. Tomorrowland? Oh, Tomorrowland? I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> no. Tomorrowland was bad. Tomorrowland was bad? bad yeah. I fell asleep. 
And that was Disney? In the yeah, theater. Oh, yeah. with, Ooh. Do, with George fucking Clooney, it was Disney. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it was good for like the first like 30 minutes. And then I was like, what yeah. the fuck's happening here? Yeah, it was pretty bad. No, I Wrinkle in Time wasn't Beauty that. and the Beast wasn't that good to me. A lot of people liked it, but. Yeah. I, I the think. They like his nostalgia. Yeah. I think with the Wrinkle in Time, it's like Disney movies have evolved to a certain point. Where it's like it can be enjoyable for a kid and an adult at the same time. Like they're, they're smarter, the writing is better, the effects are better, stuff like that. So I mean, even with Pixar, even with Marvel films, it's like no Marvel film that comes out now is like just for kids. It always has something in it for like adults and I stuff like that. I haven't seen a Pixar film that's just for kids either. Even with yeah, the first one, even Toy Pixar, Story was funny yeah. to adults. Yeah. So. Winkle in Time is kind of like just for kids. Like to me, it wasn't really enjoyable at all. Like I, I thought it had some bad dialogue, some bad acting. The VFX won't that. I, I mean, no, the 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 effects here were better than Black Panthers. I mean, yeah, some of them were. Yeah, yeah. No, all of them. <laughs> even, even like there would just be stuff in there. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about this character. Like I remember Charles Wallace in the book and seeing him in this. I'm just kind of did like, you did you like the book? Yeah, I love the book when I was a kid. I never read it. See, I never read it. I never it. read it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going in there for But see, to me, it and had might, so many might, metaphors. That might be why you're enjoying it more than him, though, because he's familiar with the source material. But I think I think when you go into these movies, all right, everybody knows. There's You could probably count on your hand how many books are a great adaptation into film that really include everything that you, all the nuances that you love about the book. So I think we just have to know that the book was this, they acquired that book to be able to do whatever the fuck they want with it, and that's what this is. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think when you take a book like that, people people usually have a, a direction of what they're doing. Like Tim Burton, he won't just take a book. He's like, I have a clear direction on what I'm, how I'm going to um, translate this into a movie. I don't really think Ava had like the clearest like vision and direction as far as like translating this. This parts of this movie that I know she probably fucked up. It's like they just throw a song in there to make, create a montage to move the story forward. And the song has nothing to do with anything. It feels completely out of place. And that happens like three times. And I'm like, yo. Uh, I feel like, I feel like Martin feels you, like man? I feel, even though he hasn't said it. What? But uh, I'm, I'm going to go see it. Did you watch it? No. Okay. So I'm no, going to no, tell no, you No, 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 no. I'm talking about Ava. Well, I, I'll tell Ava's you. so fine. I I'll didn't realize you. she was as fine as she is. I'll she tell looks like you, Layla um, Ali to me. She is so beautiful. I'll tell you what my nephew said because I took my niece and my nephew to see it, and they both liked it. But I think the uh, the biggest difference between this movie and most Disney movies and Marvel's movies is like he was like, "Yeah, I liked it, but it wasn't funny." I think he had been conditioned so much for Marvel movies to be funny, Pixar movies to be funny, right. all these Disney movies to be funny and smart and enjoyable by like all ages, basically. And Wrinkle in Time is just not to me. But I mean, for a kid, a kid would like it. Yeah, well, my daughter liked it, and I kind of, I kind of felt like coming out of it, it was better for kids that are probably like your daughter's age. Yeah, right? we were supposed to see it, but naps are great, and I didn't get to see it yet. So that's real. That. Um, I I feel like that that's the the better demographic for kid. Like my daughter's five. The like kid I, who maybe is old enough to enjoy the book too. Well, well, just old enough to understand emotions to some degree. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Emotions and like what it's like. To not have something in your life, you know, my daughter. Like, I mean, you know, you take away a doll from her; it's it's the end of the world. That's that's a very irrational gauge of like what the world is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at like ten or eleven, 
you have a little bit more rationality. Taking away a doll is not the end of the world. Maybe taking away the internet is the end of the world. <laughs> that's an adult problem. <laughs> yeah, but that's an adult problem. It's, you know, it gets skewed a little bit more to reality. Like, whereas I, I felt like there was a lot of um, things in here that were just over my daughter's head, mm. right? Um, but I gave her like a little pop quiz. You know, we came home afterwards, and I was just asking her questions, and she was she kept up with it, and she really liked it. I'm going to tell you as a father, though, and maybe that's where the deficiency may be coming. Because I don't know how the yeah. book is, but the movie speaks a lot to being to being a father and having ambition. Yeah, and I how that creates that, yeah. a disconnect in kids' lives. Oh, that touched a nerve. Oh, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was very, I don't know, I, I cannot speak for the book, but it was just a very good portrayal of like, you know, just what happens as a father when you put your work before your kids get whipped away to a, an alternate dimension. I mean, space and time. I, I really, my my father worked a lot. Yeah, and um, I see what you're saying. Some some you my fa- my father worked a lot, but I never resented him for it. But I don't feel like we bonded until I was like way older. Right. So because um, I think like my dad's Superman, but right. I, I I'm de- I'm definitely interested to see now. Yeah, that you're putting it, you know, that spin on it. That to to me that was what it was. I mean, and, I'm, I'm not going to argue that it's not. I haven't seen it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you but planted the seed. I understand. I understand why maybe somebody like why you might have missed that, Martin. Or I'm not saying that I you mean, missed it. I got it. that. I thought Chris Pine was the best actor in the movie, yeah. which which is weird because it's a movie about people of color in mm-hmm. some ways. Um, so I I kind of understood that. I just thought a lot of stuff was weak. Like even even like the little boy or whatever. Like I I, I was telling you before about V, right? Mm-hmm. V is this uh, old show. I think ABC did a reboot of it uh, mm-hmm. about these like aliens yeah, that come down and look aliens. like us. And they act all weird. I felt like that boy was acting just like those lizard people. And you're not mm-hmm. talking about Charles Wallace, right? You're talking nah, about nah, the, uh, the, the like her boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the male, little white the male kid. protagonist. Yeah, he was pretty bad. I don't know, man. I can't follow you there. I I really can't like. Nobody's acting came off as like just completely that horrible to me. And um, I don't know. I, I kind of want stories with more weight to them. I didn't really feel any weight. Like, I, I don't want to spoil the movie, so I'm not going to go further. But there's just certain stuff where I just like kind of just didn't care that much to me, at least. It sounds like how but, I felt about Tomorrowland. Like, it's like a Disney movie, but it's live action. It actually, kind of same- like. Tomorrowland more than this. I mean, really? I didn't really like Tomorrowland, but I liked it more than this. Good lord! Yeah, yeah Martin, you cold. Tomorrowland was terrible. <laughs> yeah, Martin, you cold as shit, bro. I can't even hold you, man. You cold as fuck. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the Ava DuVernay has not impressed me thus far. Although that quote that I put in the group chat where it said she said she hadn't touched a camera until she was mm-hmm. like age 32. No, that's impressive, and that's it, it puts a lot impressive. of things into perspective for me. Yeah, for me um, too. In terms of like. What I've seen from her because she has room to improve, but knowing that what she's a, even my opinion of her work aside, like knowing what she's accomplished, yeah, in the sm- like the relatively small span of time Amazing. that she's accomplished it is admirable. And I will repeat, I'm rooting for her. Right, right, right. I just right. I ain't impressed yet, yeah. like you said. I get it. No, I definitely get it. I, yeah, I'm not blown away. I I think this is probably this the thirteenth. So my order for her for things that I've seen would be 13th, um, Queen Sugar, and then this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'll put Selma before this. 
But, I hear you. I mean, I, I, li- seen I like Sugar, Selma. Yeah. Like Selma, Selma kicked me in the stomach as soon as it freaking started. Like I was like, ah, I liked it, but it wasn't like, oh my god, Avery Duvernay. It wasn't that. Right. And then I actually watched her first film before I watched Selma, and I was like, this shit. Right. So, gotcha. so I don't know. But I, I enjoyed 13. Yeah. But there, yeah, really. there was some problems with it. But I did enjoy it. Right, right, right. Yeah, but that's that was my takeaway from the film. I really I really dealt with it in that lens. And I, I don't really think it's a film you can spoil. It's about the adventure. Um, in my yeah. opinion, there's not really like a twist ending or nothing like that. I don't want to know about it, though. Yeah, okay. Um, so oh, she right. did 13? She yeah. Did that? Oh, oh man. Yeah, five minutes ago we established that, but I I just I had to connect the two and remember the movie. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. No, I that made me feel sad in the end. Yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Oh, I it think was that's really... what she wanted white people to feel. So yeah, it was like maybe man. she doesn't suck. Yeah, maybe she, maybe she knows. It was she bad. Did. It was bad. I was like, man, white people suck. Like we suck sometimes. So. I'm not telling you need to carry that on your back. That was just a joke. No, it was. That's legitimately how I felt. Like the end when they kind of got into the montagey part, I was like, man. You had to get to the end to feel that way? No, I'm not saying. (laughs) That's not what I was saying. I'm I'm just giving you shit, Corey. You know that fucks with you, homie. I'm going to tell you where white people suck Hmm. with this fucking Cobra Kai shit. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. why? Yeah, why are we doing well, Cobra Kai? I've never seen any karate kid of any kind, so. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. It's an weren't ongoing you, thing. So, weren't you supposed to watch Karate Kid because of our bet? No, was I thought, that, was I thought he was bit? part of the winning side of the bet. No, I lost. No, no. Oh. I, oh, are you sure? Yeah, I didn't. I thought the Patriots would win. Did, now, we never put out that episode. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, well, the bet didn't happen then. Yes, it fucking did. We were here. It wasn't yeah. on wax. Mm-hmm. It is on wax. The people just haven't heard it, but I was here. Well, it wasn't on wax. No final was made. You better watch Star Wars, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen. I've seen about three quarters of it. So me and Martin won then. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the Patriots lost. I'm but, still not watching The Godfather. Yeah, which is that's your loss. Which is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's your. It's loss. on many people's list of yeah. like the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, there's just care. a lot of cultural references that you'll never get. Like it's not just a good that. movie. Like it's up there with one of the greatest movies of, of all, all time. time. Yeah, you're playing of yourself. all time. It says yeah. a lot about your character. I don't care. It doesn't yeah. say anything about my character. It's, I just don't care. Godfather is so good. They're not fucking rebooting it. I will. At that's some how point. much they're. That's how at much some they're point, respecting. I will watch it. Like, Do you see how Star Wars comes out and gets rebooted and shit? Because they have no respect for Star Wars. They have so much respect for you know Godfather. What? A year and a half ago, I would argue with you, but I'm starting to feel like you're right. Yeah. But that's fine. It's no borderline respect. like the beginning of like modern filmmaking. Like when we we went from like the Casablanca era to like kind of what film looks like today. Like it was like the the bridging of what we deem modern filmmaking. Probably one of the greatest films ever made. You'll never understand Nipsey Hussle until you watch The Godfather. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there. He speaks English. I catch most of what he's saying, so yeah. it's fine. Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> like, why don't you want to watch it? Because because you motherfuckers she's keep anti. pressuring me. She's no, anti. I understand. Karate Kid, okay. I, you know, it's not on the list of the greatest movie of all time. The Godfather is deemed one of the greatest films ever made of all time. But you don't, like, you you should don't understand watch what... Like until you watch the Karate Kid and hear them play, you're the best. Like that does. No, that's a great cultural. That's a great cultural reference. <laughs> like Star Wars. A lot of pop Star Wars too. is a great. That's cultural. like telling me you never seen Break Into Electric Boogaloo. Like when I believe in the beat comes on, like you feel like everything is right in the world. <laughs> but a lot of people haven't seen it. 
uh, you know. Okay, well, they got cultural references that they miss. They don't know about dancing on the ceiling, whatever. Dan- right. They don't <laughs> understand about the rotating set. And uh, even though they got it from, you know, they got that from Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Poltergeist did it too. I don't remember Poltergeist. You don't remember when she's like on the ceiling in Poltergeist, the mom? It's at the end. I don't remember that. No. But anyway, we're getting way off. This episode's called Oscar, Oscars and shit, or Oscars and stuff. And we yes. haven't even touched Oscars yet. Um, so let's touch it now, man. The Oscars, we're about two weeks too late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Are we still, only a week? We're a week late, it? but like we're everybody put their shit out Monday. Like. I told you, time is different, man. Like in 2018, time is different than it was in 1988. Mm. This is 1988. It would have been two weeks later. Yeah. But it's so fucking, it's crazy, man. Everything's like, fast. Fast, 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 crazy, man. It changed, yeah. Everything changed with Donnie Darko. But anyway, back to the Oscars, man. <laughs> that, now that is my shit. <laughs> yeah, Donnie Darko. How exactly does one suck a fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Oscars, man, like, um, what? how do we feel about it? What happened? How do we feel? Did we like Jimmy Kimmel? I thought he was a good host. I enjoyed the, him. From he the could stuff come back. I saw. I didn't watch the actual televised. Me neither. I watched, yeah. like, the highlights. No, I watched it. I watched it from Oscars. beginning to end. Highlights. Okay. I thought he was all right. Yeah. Didn't did Seth Rogen do it a couple years ago? No. Or he no. did something else. Um, who, who no, not Seth it? Rogen. The guy from uh, Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah. Did he do it? Yeah, he did it. Yeah, he was Farland. Seth MacFarlane. People hated him. I thought he was that, great. Yeah. <laughs> People give Seth MacFarlane shit, man. He's funny to me. Yeah. Well, he he did a song called "We Saw Your Boobs," and he just <laughs> talked about like random like actresses. That were in that building, like about their t- boobs and stuff. I do remember that, and oh, I'm sorry, but yeah. that is funny. Yeah, I wonder if that would have got uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he talked. Yeah, I remember that. No, especially like in the Me Too times up air. <laughs> that, that wouldn't but, fly today. That, yeah, that would definitely wouldn't fly today. <laughs> that, that's yeah. funny. So, okay, never mind. We're not gonna go there. What? Um, <laughs> Jimmy all right, Kimmel so, was funny. I feel like he he was funny. <laughs> Excuse me, that was a hiccup. That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought so too. I thought so too. Like I said, the, the little excerpts that I saw, I thought were pretty funny. He's pretty tasteful, mm-hmm. but still addressed. But he still was edgy enough too. Of, yeah, the yeah. elephants in the room. Um, best picture, Shape of Water. Do we agree with this? I didn't agree. I haven't finished it. Um, <laughs> y'all saw I put in the chat with somebody saying it should have been calling Grinding Nemo. <laughs> Yo, that was funny. <laughs> Grinding Nemo is hilarious. I've, I got maybe, I got halfway through it um, and I haven't finished it. And I actually like Guillermo del Toro. Like Pan's Labyrinth is like one of my favorites. Um, in Which terms is a better film, in my opinion. It, it is a better film. Yeah. Um, this one was like vulgar. Like out the gate, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Vulgar, like how? Like yeah. two minutes in, she's masturbating. Who's masturbating? The mute chick, Eliza. Yeah, she's in the tub, double clicking the mouse. Yeah. And within the first two minutes, yes, yeah. like yeah. she's watch she's naked, and I'm like, okay, she's naked, but she's taking a bath, right? So I'm not sexualizing her; she's taking a bath, and then she like puts on an egg timer and like kicks her leg over, and I'm like, oh shit, she's oh, masturbating. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> two minutes in, so I was grossly mi- misled about what this movie was about. I thought it was like a kids movie. I mean, that's not no, at all. No. The movie's about the movie's like heavily love rated and sex R. and. Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth wasn't a kids movie either. It wasn't. You're Did right. you watch it? None of yeah, his I've movies are kids Labyrinth. movies. Yeah, like, you're right. It's. A, I mean, they called that one an adult fairy tale. I don't know what you would call this one, but the tonality of it when it first starts reminds me of Hugo. Like that's what it felt like, and then it was like, oh shit, she's masturbating. Oh, yeah. I was. it's a good film, but I just feel like I've seen it before from Guillermo. 
Okay. Like Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> I can I had I went to high school with Guillermo. that. Guillermo. With a guy named Guillermo. We always we always used to emphasize the gear part. Guillermo. Sorry, Guillermo. shout outs to Guillermo. <laughs> 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 um it just felt like I've seen it before. Like, you know, he has a, a look and a feel to his films, which is not a, a bad thing. Mm. But when I watched it, I felt like I was watching like a watered down Pan's Labyrinth, no pun intended. So <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. That's and good. then um you know the character, the the fish guy. I mean, it's obvious he's the guy from Hellboy, like which is also the the fawn in in Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, well, the no, I meant like literally the character is oh, the same character. character. It, okay, it's it, it's not the same character, but it looks exactly same, like yeah. the same character. So I was like, this is kind of lazy to me. Like I don't, I I mean. That's how it came across to me. Michael mm. Shannon's still a scary son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Michael Shannon's in it. Okay. I mean, I think people are just like always a prisoner of the moment. I think if like all the Oscar movies came out around the town time of like Get Out, and they had to stay strong throughout the entire year, I don't think mm-hmm. Shape of Water would have won. Mm. I think people would have kind of been over it by that point. But I, I think Get Out kind of stayed in people's minds. That entire time, so I kind of wanted it to win, but I knew it wouldn't win once he won best adapted screenplay. No, best uh, original, original screen, <clears throat> screenplay, yeah. Okay, so it's so Shape of Water is nobody's pick for no, you said you haven't finished it all the way. I haven't that. finished it. Um, the parts that I saw of it, I mean, I fell asleep because that's what I do. I'm not even gonna put that on the movie, but right. I, the parts that I saw that had some very clear messaging about like love is love is really what it is, mm-hmm. and it just was really over the top. Like I was just like, "Oh, you're gonna fuck a fish now." Like, okay, mm. it's cool. a good movie, but it's, so she fucks just, a fish. It's grinding Nemo, fucks a fish several times, but so it's bestiality. No, because he's a fish man. Yeah, this is yeah, he's, he's a fish. <laughs> he's a fish man. He's, he's a, a fish. fish, and does he have a dick? Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, Octavia. That's they don't show. <laughs> they they do it. She does the little like. Yeah, she know that Octavia Spencer was like, "Does he even have?" A, and she was like, she made the hand motion. She was like, <laughs> "Oh wow!" Because you can oh, see. Oh, she's deaf. Yeah, well, no, she's not deaf. She's oh, mute. She's but you, mute. but oh. you can see his crotch, and he clearly doesn't have anything there. Okay. So she, Octavia Spencer, was like, "What the hell?" Wow. I'd be scared I would have bacteria if I did that. I'm like, yo, so many things are running through my head. Like, yeah, yo, like, this is. I, sorry. I don't consent. To I did this. like um, I forgot his name, but I like him as an actor. The the guy that she lives with. Oh, he got nominated for best supporting actor. Yeah, I like him too. Really I don't know his good. name. I either. forget his name too. But he's uh, a good. His name actor. is. Oh, I was about to say his name is Octavia Spencer because I'm looking at the <laughs> uh, Richard Jenkins. Yeah, Richard, Richard Jenkins. Jenkins. He's yeah, a good. I like he's what consistently he consistently a good actor yeah. in yeah. everything. I like what he pops up in. I like the way he handles things, and he's good in this movie. Like yeah. he he actually does a better job in this movie than he does in a lot of his other movies. Like he does a really good job. But, in, in it. but he is good. Yeah. Like mm. I don't know why he hasn't. I mean, he can't carry a film, but he's good. Yeah, he's good at the little subtle side roles. Um. Okay, yeah, I didn't know Shape of Water was about fucking fishes. This is no, different. it was about gay people, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's, well, because the guy about... Richard Jenkins, you find this out in like the first ten minutes. Richard Jenkins' character is, is a closet. That's not why I'm saying that, but he's closet <laughs> homosexual. Gay. Yeah, but and he and he his story is exploring that a little bit. Okay, um, while she's exploring Fishman, so Fishman, yeah. So there's a lot Wolf going man on in the movie. Well, this, this, Fishman has nards. Of, yeah, <laughs> Fishman has nards. You stupid. <laughs> what movie is that? Do you know? Do you know? Yeah. What? What what reference that he just gave? He said Wolf, Fishman. Wolf, Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman's got nards. Kick him in the nards. He doesn't have nards. 
Wait, you wait, never wait. seen fucking Monster Squad? There is a fish man in Monster Squad. There is too. a fish man in Monster Squad. I've never seen this movie. You never even heard of Monster Squad, have you? It sounds familiar. What Maybe are you doing look. with your That's fucking what I'm life? Well, no, watch but Godfather. No, but I'll, but <laughs> watch Godfather. Watch Godfather. Watch Godfather. Kid. All right. Because didn't you say like the first few years of your life you were like in Germany or something like that? I did. I lived in Germany until I was like 10. Yeah, but I okay, watched a so lot of movies. I'll give but... you a pass though. Yeah, because that's like that's like a super cold classic and it was all about VHS, you know? So it's like, I give you a pass. I, I went to see Monster Squad in the theater. I did not. We have money. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I yeah, can count I've, on my hand I've, how many times I went to the theater. Yeah, I've never, never heard of this movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it. fantastic. It's, I mean, like you have to go back to your ten year old self to watch it, to but watch it's it. great. Yeah. We, we, when I lived in Germany, we got movies. I don't like. We weren't like deprived. And it was centered around a German dude who they thought was, was a like Nazi. a Nazi, but he was really like a surviving. Okay. So Jew. I don't give you a pass anymore. No, trust me. Like. When you live in Germany, you, on base, it's like Little America. It, it, we don't get special German shit. Creepy German oh, guy. Like, yeah, because yeah, you're in Germany. German guy. Ah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Great. Check I'll check that out. Check it, check it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my movie. Wow, okay. But yeah, right. Shape of Water. So Shape of Water, mm. fucking fishes should not it's have been It's really it. about gay people and trans gay people. Gay people fucking fishes? No. It's, All right. Don't explain it. I'm no, gonna... the Shape of Water, like, love doesn't have, like, a definition. And so, like, love can look like anything. So, like, when I say it's about gay people, I don't really mean gay people specifically. It's about, like, love is love. And right. love can look like anything. But I don't like that they're using somebody fucking animal to make that point. Right. Because being gay is fine. Fucking animal is not. They're just ad- so we're clear. They're, they're, they're <laughs> addressing a lot of social issue there. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. Don't fuck animals. Yeah. They can't consent. All right. So what on that list do we feel like should have been best picture? I was torn between, once I caught up and watched the movies, uh, I'm torn between Get Out and Three Billboards. I would have liked to see either one of those win. Okay. And yours is Lady Bird, right? Uh, probably Get Out and Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I really like Blade Runner, but it wasn't up there. So Yeah, I, they really could have replaced The Post and put Blade Runner. Because yeah. I really tried to watch The Post. And I, I got a hot take here, man. I said this off mic when it was just me, Martin, and Corey um, talking before this. Um, I'm tired of Steven Spielberg, um, to be honest. I'm just kind of like tired of Steven. Like, Bet your ass going to still see Ready Player One. I'll Eventually. I will not go to the movie theater to see it. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, and don't get me wrong. I mean, we all know Steven Spielberg is the GOAT. Like, he's, you know, but. I don't know about the GOAT. He's a great. Yeah, well, I mean, he's mentioned the GOAT conference. I mean, this he's guy. He's in the conversation, def- yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, my I, I've, I've kind of been off the Spielberg train since Munich, to be honest. And watching. Watching the post, it's like this, like the way his films look was like this soft sort of bleach bypass, like the whole Steven Spielberg look. I'm just tired of seeing it. And it's very distracting in this movie, The Post, because it's like you mix when you mix that look in with like a time period piece. It just it's just too fucking much, bro. It's, for me, it is. That's the conclusion that I've come to. So, so I technically you don't appreciate it or the movie itself just wasn't good. Um, so far, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm technically for sure, but the movie itself, it's not really blowing me out the way. I, I it's didn't It's something you don't it, necessarily care about, I think is probably this, what it is. I just, it definitely wouldn't have got best picture nomination for me. Like what halfway I, in, I, I would say no. What I don't like about, like, Munich to me was interesting because, like, he, like before Munich, he would take real events and either him or his, um, screenwriter and they would craft a story around a real event like mm-hmm. saving private ryan don't quote me i believe Amasad's story is not 100 percent accurate the, the act what actually happens in the movie is not right it's not, not okay it's based on i don't know i didn't know 
off them. But like now it seems like he has these movies where he he bases the movie on a real event and lets the real event carry the film, which is not good enough for me. Mm. Like I like when you watch Saving Private Ryan that like it's not a real story. It's a compilation of hypothetically a bunch of real stories, mm. but the actors act in the film with this real event as the backdrop. Gotcha. And it's like even though I get it what you know, the post, the story, it's it's a clearly defined event. But when you watch the films, like Bridge of Spies, the same thing. It's like, you feel like you're just watching like a reenactment. And it, okay. the actors don't shine to me. Yeah, and some, that was like Lincoln too. Yeah, Lincoln, the yeah. same thing. It's like, you're not really shining. It's like, you're just kind of... It's Rescue 911. Yeah, you're rehashing <laughs> a Wikipedia page. And it's like, it's not really that interesting. And we'll get to that when we get to The Darkest Hour. It's like kind of the same concept if you've seen it. Like it's like you're just kind of rehashing this event for us and right. it's not that interesting. Gotcha. So see, my thing is like if I would if I were to start the post and start a movie like three billboards and stop them at the exact same like twenty minutes and thirty seconds in, I would be compelled to finish three bill mm-hmm. billboards because of the trajectory of the film. With the post, like I could literally never go back to it and not give a fuck. Wow. Yeah, and and it's written and and you got Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. You think that's like, how I feel how about Bridges Spies? Like yeah. I watched that movie and the memory of it is gone. I couldn't tell you one thing about it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's also like to piggyback, like Dunkirk is kind of the same thing. Mm. It's three fictional stories that are based on a, a real event. Uh-huh. You know, and then the the stories are fictional, but they're like not fictional. Right. Like they probably happened in some weird capacity, right. but it's not like a truly defined, Specific. true event of this one person's story. Gotcha. I, I, I think that lets people act. You know, mm. you craft the story. Because they have room to make choices. Yeah, and whereas this, it's like, you're just like, I mean, even in the post, like if you read the Wikipedia articles, like you know the whole movie. Right. Like when you watch Dunkirk, you know the ending, but you don't know the ending. Right. So One thing, I like Dunkirk. I don't think it should have won best sound mixing and editing over Baby Driver. To me personally, I think. Yeah. Baby Driver did way more as far as sound mixing and editing than Dunkirk. I, I, I would have to. I mean, I've only seen parts of Dunkirk because I fell asleep. But um, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd have to agree. You're not talking about soundtrack. You're talking about actual sound, sound editing, sound editing, and mixing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I never saw Dunkirk, so I can't even. I mean, it's it like a lot of it is dependent on sound because there's very little dialogue in the movie. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is dependent on like mm-hmm. Foley and like action stuff like that mm-hmm. but i just thought baby driver kind of like deserved that award i mean their sound didn't really stick out to me baby drivers there's a bunch of gear shifts <laughs> and <laughs> revving engines like crashing yeah. yeah nothing really stood out to me but i think the the way like the the music and the sound is like used within the movie to drive the plot or have like a beat that goes to like the action and stuff I thought was really brilliant. Oh, Something I, I haven't seen before basically. Yeah. I get what you mean. Okay. I mean they filmed it almost like a musical. Like yeah. they had to clear all the music before yeah. so that they could use it when they were shooting. Well you know so. what that's about too. Kevin Spacey was in it. So. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Kind of got it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That film but... never happened. Yeah. When I think mm-hmm. about it I don't even think in the trailer when they showed in the Oscar had Kevin Spacey. They probably just took all the parts they didn't have Kevin Spacey yeah. and was just like, we're not going to put this in yeah. the... Uh, they're, they're, they're on a mission to, I think, erase really erase it. certain people yeah. out of history. And that's... No, they're not. I mean... That, yeah. That's some t- for TV bullshit. As long as Woody Allen can keep making pictures, they really don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, I mean, well, this, I mean, this whole thing is kind of... I just... Don't get me wrong. I, I think that... 
the Me Too movement and the Times Up movement are important to move, you know, the dial in a different direction in terms of like the culture. But at the same time, a lot of the people who are participating are totally cool with working with a guy who fucked his daughter and married her. So I'm like, y'all can shut up. Like, you're a hypocrite. I just don't like that. Like, don't yeah. be a hypocrite. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's pretty much what this is. I'm the girl, like, out. last night was at a party and somebody put on a remix to Ignition. And I was like, why are we playing R. Kelly? Like, I'm right. that person. Like, yeah. don't be a hypocrite. I got you. Keep the same energy. Type yeah, shit. keep the same energy. Yeah, I can agree to that. I can agree to that. Um, all right, so best picture. Oh, I didn't even. So, what would your choice be, Louise? I only saw Get Out. I saw The Shape of Water, and I saw Get Out. I honestly was not interested in Lady Bird. You saw Mudbound too, though. I saw Mudbound. Oh, that was up for Best Picture. No, yeah. no. no. Oh, that was enough. I was, I was about to no. say I didn't okay, think yeah. so. It was up for Best Cinematography, and it was oh. up for I think um, Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Mary J. Blige for like Best Supporting Actress. Which is really yeah, that's stupid. wild. <laughs> that was, so that was stupid. That's real. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. that's real. Well, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand that choice. Uh, I see. I didn't. I didn't finish. I enjoyed Mudbound. I don't understand that choice. I would not have nominated her for shit. Like, interesting. I gotta see. She was good, but she was good for her. And just considering the other women who were nominated in that category, like that is fucking laughable. Uh, Leslie Manville, Phantom Thread, Lori Metcalf, Lady Bird, Octavia Spencer, and Alice Janney. Who, to me, out of I mean, you know. Out of all these, no, she deserved to win. I fucking love her. Yeah, that she she did her thing in I Tanya, bro. I watched I Tanya too, but that mm-hmm. wasn't up for best picture, correct? No, no, no. I loved I Tanya. I to me, that was, yeah, I Tanya was good. Movie, I like that. last year. I didn't like Lady Bird, or I didn't really like it. I, I, didn't, it, I didn't care. I thought it was kind of boring. I, I thought it was boring. I, I really liked it. I mean, I thought Lori Metcalf should have won. I mean, because I think her her performance is way more nuanced. Than the Italian performance, really. I mean, they're both similar. Like they're both like these really difficult mothers that kind of, in their own way, want the best for their kids, but butt heads with their kids a lot. So, um, but I think Lori Metcalf kind of showed like a lot more emotion. Whereas like Allison Janney, she's kind of just doing this this one. She's taking this one choice and like doing it the entire film or whatever. And it was maybe only one scene where she kind of. M- arguably drifts from that is a scene where like she goes and visits her daughter when she's like in the trailer or whatever with all the uh, all the media outside and stuff. That's like the only scene where she kind of breaks But that. she's acting yeah. within the acting when yeah, she does I, that. I get that, yeah. Oh, that was cold. Yeah, that was. She was cold in that film. Um, yeah, I actually walked away from that feeling a tad bit sorry for Tanya Hardy. Or at yeah. least understanding the situation a little bit more. I understood it a, would, a little. I, re- I vividly was. remember that, like when it happened. Uh, um, but I didn't have all the context right there. Yeah. Um, because I honestly didn't know who Tanya Harding or Nancy Kerrigan was. Right. Like I was a Debbie Thomas fan. Like outside of that, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I was a Simpsons apparently, fan. So. Apparently. I remember it happening, but I don't remember the details. I just remember like some girl got attacked. And- I just remember. Yeah. I just remember Tanya Harding was villainized. That's all I really remember. The incident and t- and everybody was like Tanya Harding was behind it and it ruined her shit. But I don't. I really. I was too young to give a fuck to be honest. You know, it was, was everywhere. It was like the biggest yeah. story. Was everywhere that, was that pre or post OJ? It was before OJ. I don't, before I don't OJ. remember. Because OJ came and wiped that all away. Like that was just like the. It didn't, but we're like watching a movie about it. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's been hella documentaries about OJ. He has another. He one had a four-part documentary. He has something coming out soon where he's like, in his own words, 
if I would have did it or some shit. No. Oh, it's like the lost See? confession or some shit. They, they've got they they got that. He if, needs a if check I, so bad. Yeah, OJ story is gonna be. Yeah, OJ story is bigger than life, man. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um. Uh. All right, so we're done with best supporting actress. We're done with best picture, best actor. Um, we had Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Oh, Chalamet, excuse me. There goes my yeah. laws. Treasy, another tre- L. Treasy 2, another L. <laughs> Can you name the first one? <laughs> uh, wrinkle in time. Uh, How you disagree with like thousands and maybe hundreds of thousands of people creating a 3.9? Oh, because it's a conspiracy. It's the right. conspiracy. You want to change the name of this episode to, to, to Martin versus Treasy. Hey, Treasy. listen, I, dis- <laughs> I disagreed with the, the 7.1 that Jumanji 2 got. So You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Jumanji 2 got a 7.1, bro. I would have gave made it close 2. to a million, though. <laughs> like, oh, so you're one of those guys. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not even Jumanji 2. I'm not Listen, even a numbers it, I, guy. My expectations yeah. weren't that high. I guarantee you, a wrinkle in time is better than Jumanji. I guarantee it. Probably is. Those numbers are literally saying that Jumanji is two times better than the wrinkle in time. And I just don't agree with that. It's, it just can't. That's not even possible. He's like, I haven't even seen it, and I know. I, I haven't even seen it. Yo, I could. I I really cannot name. I probably could not name to you ten films right now that I really feel like are below a three or like below a four. I really just couldn't. I would really have a hard time naming films that are below a four. Like a big budget ten films. of them right now. I got a few. Just in general. I mean, well, in minus. Minus the obvious shit like Killer Clown from Outer Space or something like that. That's what I'm saying, big budget films. Yeah, something with a little bit of merit. I really couldn't. Justice League, Jumanji, The Mummy, Alien Covenant. Uh, that was that was pretty quick. <laughs> was uh, I, I get Alien Covenant a five. I don't think none of those are three point nines. Oh, they're probably not. Let's, you know what? Let's start there. What did Alien Covenant get? Let's, let's start not. there. No, let's a hundred percent do that because A Wrinkle in Time was not worse than fucking Life. Or Alien Covenant. Well, pull up life. Yeah, it's let's not, pull up life. I, I, I doubt that. I it think it's worse than both of those. Really, Martin's feeling very shaky. Yo, today. yo, yo. I just want y'all to guess what life got without looking at your phone. life like Eddie Murphy life. No, no life like fucking. Oh, that Ryan movie. Reynolds. Oh, like, that it probably got like a five point five. Oh, that movie sucked. Five point five is your guess, Martin. Yeah. What is your guess, Leezy? Six. What a four point seven. Yeah. How about a whopping actual retail price? Fucking 6.6 stars on life, okay? And I promise you. People must really hate Ava DuVernay. <laughs> no, man. I, it, it definitely, either that or they're just mad about the main girl, Meg, being multiracial or something like It's, now, it's something petty, yo. I don't think it's that because I think, okay, a lot of people saw the movie early and you know how they get to do their like semi like Twitter reviews where they talk about it maybe in like a little bit they can't really do full reviews and a lot of people saw it and just didn't say anything like a lot of reviewers saw it and was like I'll just wait until I have to do the full review when usually like with Black Panther people couldn't wait to say oh you gotta go see this movie on Twitter you gotta go check this out I think people kinda knew that it was cracks it, it won't really what it people had like everybody wanted her to succeed and when she didn't it's kinda like I, I guess people went harder on it maybe I got one. Pull up Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Oh. <laughs> Pull I, that bullshit I, I up. Guarantee, it probably has no, like a five. I guarantee you. Because <laughs> that movie was bad. Triple X what? The Return of Xander, Xander Cage? Cage. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of all the that summer That was after block. Ice Cube was Triple X, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Let's play this game again. <laughs> what is your guess? I'm gonna go with like a go with like a four point three. Okay. I'll, I'll say a six. Okay. A five. Actual fucking retail price five point two. Damn. A five point <laughs> two for Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Yeah. And a three point nine for a Wrinkle in Time. Bro? That was actually kind of a fun movie if you like. <laughs> yo, 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 get him the fuck yo, out yo. of here. No, no, yo. Get my Martin man was here, skiing bro. in the jungle when he was skiing through the treetops. Yeah, that should have me so weak though. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what yeah. I'm saying, man. Like, I get it. Okay, if you say it's not a good film, I, I, I don't see how this movie walks away with anything less than a five. Like I'll, I'll give you a five. Like I, I think it, it should probably be a five. Yeah. See, to me, I would put it. I would put it somewhere like in the early to mid sixes. I'd like six point four, six point three, six point five. Like that's where I would land this film. You know what I'm saying? Like because the merit of it was extremely good. I was invested in the in the entire journey. Um, of course, you know there's a bunch of kid actors, so there's a little bit of. Uh, you know that that could have been different or whatever, or a little bit better. But for the most part, it was a very enjoyable film. It was just evenly killed. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, you know. Anyway, so that's the, I just don't understand this whole meta score shit. I really don't, and I don't understand the merit of the people that are judging these films and what they're actually judging them on because it, it doesn't make sense. It just means 39% of people who saw it thought it was a good movie, which isn't a bad number. But no, you But you everybody else who saw it thought it was just I In order for bad. it to be threes, you like there's got to be a bunch of zeros and ones in there. You understand what I'm saying? So a lot of people mm. thought it sucked. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, let's please move on. That's <laughs> that's going to anger the fuck out of me. Um, all right, so back to this Oscar shit, which uh, Tiff, uh, Timothy Chalamet, thank you very much, Martin. <laughs> that's what that's how we went into that. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis for Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya for uh, Get Out, and Denzel Washington for Roman J. Is uh, Israel Esquire, and uh, the winner, Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour. Which, I mean, I'm I'm I think it's safe to say anytime Gary Oldman does something, he puts his fucking foot in it he, for the he, most part. Uh, he has yeah. he been losing a step? No, but it's interesting. Has anybody seen it other than me? No. Um, I don't care. I didn't yeah, find it. Winston Churchill, right? Yeah. yeah. It's care. it's kind of a boring film. It's it's yo, it's a great thing. Milk, uh, makeup job. <laughs> Mindy Colling quotes Winston Churchill and I'm like, yo, why are you quoting Winston Churchill all the shit he did in India? Like that should piss me off too. I'm sorry. You can go back no, to No, it. you're fine. Yeah, you should write yeah. a big piece. Yeah, the, the who, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Who. Mrs. Who. Mrs. She she quotes like authors or quotes people. That's how she talks. And he she quoted Winston Churchill. I was like, nobody flagged this. Like, she really? probably don't even know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she know. Most Indian people like know how fucked up Winston Churchill was, well, how racist he was, and stuff like well, that. Which they don't yeah. address in the movie yeah. at yeah. all. Listen, yeah. uh, she's problematic. Oh um, <laughs> damn. Okay. So, I mean, oh, I, feel like, I feel like I feel like that's something that if she brought to Ava would probably would have been like something they could have fixed. You know what I mean? But nah, I don't know. I don't. It just it, it reminded me of um, like Ray Charles. Oh, I'm sorry, Jamie Foxx and Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's a good performance. They they put a ton of makeup on him to make him look like Winston Churchill. He acts like Winston Churchill, but the movie just wasn't that good to me. Mm. You know, so it was kind of boring, and it's like. Kind of reminded me of Lincoln. Like mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you look and sound like him, right? But I mean, what do you do in the movie? You know, like 
if you're just reading it, his movie like you this is this is exaggerated but he might be it might be a movie of like 15 scenes mm-hmm. it's like a very slow paced film and like he doesn't do a lot in the film same thing with Lincoln like Lincoln doesn't do a lot in Lincoln mm-hmm. so it's just a bunch of scenes of Lincoln in a room acting like what we think Lincoln acted like right so it's kind of like what really what does it really impress you you know yeah it's a great job I mean I can tell he studied him I know I can tell he he went through all this but like Ultimately, if the film is not that good, it doesn't do anything for me. Okay. So I'm more impressed when when Daniel Day Lewis does Gangs in New York or There Will Be Blood, where it's like the movie is good, the acting is good. Well, we're talking about Gary Oldman. I know, but I'm saying like that level of dedication to a character. Gotcha. Where you you see the dedication combined with a great film to allow that acting to shine. Gotcha. It's like when you do this. And Lincoln, it just looks like someone impersonating. It's like a bunch, it's like an impersonation. Has Gary Oldman been strong post Commissioner Gordon? He's been strong for a long time. Is Tinker Teller's soldier spy after Commissioner Gordon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then some people do argue that I think he's never won a Best Actor Oscar. So I think people kind of had to give it to him. Yeah. In the era of Me Too, I'm surprised he got it. Yeah, he Why? got in trouble. He got he in trouble, got in trouble for, for domestic violence. Oh, yeah. did he? Mm-hmm. I didn't know about that until until they talked about it around the Oscar stuff. Because when him and Kobe won, people were like, Bruh! "Yeah, oh yeah, they were, <laughs> they were giving Kobe shit." Not discrediting it, but is Me Too and domestic violence the same thing? Because Me Too is is generally seems like it's more geared towards sexual, sexual harassment, harass, sexual abuse. You know, and the and the hiddenness of it versus well, think, domestic violence is an issue yeah, between well, man and woman. Vi- well, you know? I mean. But violence against women, I think, is mm-hmm. something that um, yeah. is not being applauded. Of course, of course. Not. Um, and I think in the era of wanting to see women treated better, which I think is like the overall thing, yeah, people had an issue. Yeah, but that domestic violence can be kind of tricky because you know rape gets tricky too. Yeah, well, even more so greater domestic violence because there's a lot of incidents possibly that led up to that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of tension. That could have led up to that, so you just, you know. I think that that's an argument we can make anytime we're we're not in the room. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. And then when you hear stuff like whoever makes it to the phone and calls the cops first is really the, you know what I'm saying? Like, is a dude really sh- gonna call the cops though? I'm sure there's been guys that. I'm sure there is, but like most the of the time they don't. Yeah, men so. just get hit. Right, so that's why I'm like, there's that you know I can see how you know he wouldn't give so much shit for that because there's. A lot of gray area there. I don't know if there's gray area so much as like because we don't know. You you're you're saying there's gray area, but you're saying I don't even know about it. That's not really fair. There's a lot of gray area, but I don't even know about it. You didn't even know oh, what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> and you're no. you're jumping to no, like, no, no. well, we let's not jump to conclusions. Oh I'm yeah, not- yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying I'm just giving like credence to like where maybe. I don't think that we need to make excuses for him one way or another. Uh, I think that he won the Oscar. Let's start there. I I don't give a fuck. But you jumped to defending him. I think that's interesting. No, I didn't jump to defend him. Yeah, you're saying there's a gray area. I'm I'm not saying that I have an opinion one way or another. I think that, like I said with my comment earlier about Woody Allen, I think people in Hollywood are full of shit. But... I'm not gonna jump to defend him one way or another. That's who they wanted to win until he won. But I'm not gonna say like there's a gray area with his domestic violence. I don't know that. No, to be true. not with his domestic violence. That, see, that's where you're. I think you're getting confused. Okay. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that like, like okay, Kobe, Kobe probably slipped through the cracks because people fucking forgot 
about the whole Kobe Bryant situation. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. But, like, I don't think anybody who is, you know, caught up in a situation is is winning just off of sheer appearance. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like there's Same no more. way James Frank- Franco would have gotten something. Because it, there's, there's, like... Like, I think there's just a conscious effort to box certain things out. So, like, if he wasn't boxed out, I'm I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to maybe give an argument to how he did not get boxed out if what he did is part of the whole Me Too situation. I don't know that I don't know that people care as much as they say they care. That's all I'll say. Oh, well, that could be it too. But just to be clear, I wasn't defending Casey, him. I don't oh, want that okay. to be a record that I was. So you're saying him. there's a gray? I don't think there's a gray area because I don't think I don't think there's any more of a gray area with domestic violence than there is with sexual assault. I don't think there's any more or any less of a gray area, and I don't think that there's a more acceptable level of domestic violence versus sexual abuse either. Mm. I think that people like who they like, and they are um, indifferent about people they're indifferent about. And so in terms of like a Kobe, maybe people weren't paying enough attention to him to remember, like you said. Yeah. Um, and I think with Gary Oldman, people in the Academy just may have deserved that he it was thought he deserved it. Right. And then, you know, they didn't care. Yeah. But appa- but you know, the media is gonna care afterwards on both accounts because it's something to talk about. And it's it's another way. And I mean, I'm not mad at it because it's a way to say, like, oh, this is what you guys are talking about is a problem, but look at what you're doing here. Yeah. So like I'm not mad at them for bringing it back up because it shows you that there's some level of hypocrisy. And I'm not saying that to to say anything negative about Gary Oldman or negative about Kobe winning. I'm just saying I think it's interesting that they win, but these people are so concerned, but they're not for real. Right. I think they would have let Kobe slide if he didn't win. Like If he didn't win, I don't think nobody would have really cared. Because I really didn't no, hear I agree. about it for his nomination. I heard it way after. more, Way more when, when he once won. he won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't hear anything about Gary Oldman either until he won. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't either. hear nothing. I didn't know, I'm nothing looking it up. I, I want to say it happened a while ago, like a like a good healthy amount of time ago. Yeah, I didn't know shit about it to be honest. Well, um, both things happened a while ago, but it's it's just the point of what what people are willing to live with in the moment because they like or dislike someone, or because they're paying right. attention or not paying attention to someone. Right, and they're a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah, that shit is exhausting. Even thinking about it. Um, it's a watered down now. They're not gonna care next year. Yeah. Um. Cool, man. Well, I mean, there's best director category. You guys, you know, I'm. You guys, tell me, what do y'all want to talk about in this whole Oscar shit? Because the Oscars is is whack to me. All you wanna around, you wanna get to like Tiffany Haddish? Let's get into <sighs> Tiffany Haddish. Let's, talk about Let's do it. Haddish. You start. Uh, <laughs> you start <laughs> first. <laughs> I got. I gotta start. <laughs> yeah, you start. You tell me what you're thinking. Okay. Um. I, like with Tiffany, it's it's hard for me to me to post this because I always feel weird being a black man telling a black woman like what did, what she should be doing, like how she should be acting. But I can still think these things. I can still like you think see, whatever you want to think. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see something and I can comment on it. And to me, it, it's it, it's like I I was talking to I was talking to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Treasy, 
Hold on, what the fuck are you talking about? Yo, you said cool, bro. I was talking to Cheesy and I was saying like, yo, black women have to deal with so much, millions of things that I I could probably not even comprehend. But I'm just not necessarily talking about Tiffany, but it's like, I don't ever see like that that thing placed on like a black woman unless she's like a conservative like a Amarosa or like a Stacey Dash. Mm -hmm. Like the idea of what we would call in our popular culture is cooning as far as like... Uh, I shiver. Yeah, I mean, I'm not calling her that, but I'm just saying that idea is usually placed on black men rather than black women. Mm -hmm. And I try to think about like if a black man, maybe it's unfair, but if a black man was in that same situation doing that same thing, like if Kevin Hart was doing that, I feel like people would pull him aside and be like, yo, you're wilding right now. But So explain specifically what you're talking about. I mean, doing a nene next to like Maya Rudolph. I'm it's like mad. It's like the, okay, you, you watch Insecure, right? Mm-hmm. So you remember first season, um, Molly is in the office, right? Mm-hmm. And she pulls a, like the young girl aside, and the young girl's like, I'm talented, I work to get here, I'm going to express my blackness how I want, and everybody else could deal with it. And Molly's like, no, you can't just do anything. Like, you're you're reflecting on me, so I need you to um, change up some things, do something different. And the girl was, like, very offended about that. And, of course, the girl ended up getting fired later. And I think it's kind of a similar situation. But I'm not saying, I'm not explicitly saying what she should or should not do. But also, it's a thing of like. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. that scene in Insecure, I don't know. I, I get where you're going with that, but that wasn't Molly's taking notice of her being um, what some would refer to as too black in the workplace. That was a white person coming to Molly instead of her addressing it herself because she was uncomfortable telling her she was too being too black. Well, I mean, Molly, she recognized it before, like. I, I think she recognized she recognized it. She didn't necessarily say something, but she recognized what was happening beforehand. I think there was at least a character beat or something where she was like, okay, before her white um, boss well, her, came to her. I remember the boss saying something. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it because you might be right, but I remember the boss saying something to her and then her seeing her a few times and then being like, shit, I got to say something to her. But I think that that was really unfair for a boss to put that on her. Like, Yeah. So you don't seem racist. You get the black person to go tell another black person they're being too black. But anyway, um, I what what is what is embarrassing about that? Because I personally think like, and this is just me, and this is why I'm bothered by people who feel embarrassed by her because it's one thing to say she's not funny it's another thing to say she's over the top it's another thing to say she's annoying right but to be like she's not polished enough or she's ghetto then I'm like shut the fuck up because this is this is how I feel I feel the same way about Tiffany Haddish that I feel about about Pauly Shore no about About Cardi Cardi B B. (laughs) what the fuck Oh no! Well, I mean, for me, I mean, because because to me, it's just like at some point, I'm just like, all right, Tiffany, I get it. But that's like, you saying like, that's you saying she's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that, that's what. That's I, not that's you saying she's too ghetto, or oh, no, that's not the same thing. If you just don't think she's funny because she's annoying, okay, I'll take that. But to be like she's too ghetto, she's not classy enough. That really bothers me. And I, like I said, I feel the same way about Tiffany Haddish as I feel about Cardi B. They behave in certain ways and they say certain things that I wouldn't necessarily behave that way or say those things. 
But I think that the imagery of having them there is important because of their relatability to the specific demographic that identifies with them. And I think that there's, I think Michelle Obama's great, right? And I think someone like Issa Rae is great. But I don't think that every little girl sees themselves in Michelle Obama. And I don't think every little girl sees themselves in Issa Rae. I don't think every little girl sees themselves in Oprah. I would like for them to, right? Because I would love for black women to see themselves in each other. But I think that there's a little girl who talks and behaves like a Cardi B. And I think there's a little girl who talks and behaves like a Tiffany Haddish. And I think it's important for those little girls to see themselves as capable of success. Even when they talk how they talk and they they act how they act, that like I can still be somebody and accomplish something. Mm, I think that's shit. important. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't think that people need to change because we don't like them. Mm. Be- because ghetto things embarrass you. Fuck you. Like I don't, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody doesn't have to be bougie and it's fine. Mm. I just don't yeah. like it. I guess I um <laughs> yeah, yeah I um I remember an interview she did with well not an interview she did a podcast with Hannibal Burris like a long time ago I guess they were both comedians they knew each other for a long time mm-hmm. she's been and around yeah I, I mean I think in that interview she's pretty much like if I had to scale it she's pretty much like a three or a four she's way more chill like she's still hood and ghetto and from L A and from like South Central and stuff like that. But she's way more relaxed, way, way less like trying to perform, and 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 everything I've seen with her since like Girls Trip, she's kind of been on ten. So you feel like it's fake? Yeah, I know. Initially, that's where the conversation came up. I know that was, and it, I didn't know yeah. how to put it. I was like, do do I believe? I I framed it more in like her story. I was like, do I do I really believe her story? Mm-hmm. But but in talking it out, I realized that's what it is. Is like like you would hit it right on the head, Martin. I'm like, just inauthentic. Yo, is this shit? Is this how you are in public? Is this shit all day, every day? Because if so, I definitely couldn't hang around you. Not saying she gives a fuck one way or the other, but like I can't be with somebody who is like constantly in fucking go mode like that. Like and just you know, Jim Carrey gets away with it. Yeah, I can't be around Jim Carrey all fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Like this is not like exclusive. She doesn't have the fucking Russell Brand gets away with yeah, it too. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't have the proprietary fucking paperwork on uh, annoying this fuck. She's just the one now. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of motherfuckers I couldn't be around. You know, just because it's just it's just high tense. I've been day. around. Like a I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. And too. like. After about twenty minutes, I was like, "I'm done. I'm done with this I shit, can't bro. Deal with this shit no more. Yeah. I like fun too, but I couldn't deal with it. Right? It was Always so. working out bits on you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh. you're you're a like a test a, a guinea board. Pig. Yeah. Test you're kitchen, a guinea pig. Yeah. It's like be yourself. Uh, like it's stop okay. performing for me. Yeah. And 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 that's where that's where I agree. You know, I think that's where you hit it on the head with me. For me, Martin is like, is this performance inauthentic? Which which you're being. And you know, we joked around about the 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 <laughs> when she was the, the dress, and she was like, um, you know, my father, you know, he wanted me to honor my people. She's, she's Eritrean, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Eritrean. I never know how to pronounce it. Eritrean, Eritrean. Yeah. But, yeah, but I've heard it both ways too. So I'm not gonna I'm, argue. Oh, I'm like, is he yeah. on his di- his deathbed? Like, oh, Tiffany. Like, and, and no disrespect <laughs> yeah. to her Maybe father. Maybe he just told her never forget, you know, where you're from. Like, yeah. I don't know. But it's just like the way that it's framed. It's always like there's this big moment. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's what how it almost feels. I'm, I ain't mad at it. I'm just telling. I'm just telling this you. This is what, how it makes you how feel. I feel about the situation. Mm-hmm. Like her business and what her her and her dad talk about. I'm sure that was part of the conversation. But it's just the way that it's played up. It almost feels like every moment in her life is a moment in her in. in 
in this like the way that she tells it, it's like a moment. You know how people tell stories and shit be you were like, yo, I was really there for that moment and it really was that moment was not about this moment at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But everybody You don't like, believe her. I, I just I I can't say that because that's unfair. Because you don't know her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't I, it's not so much about the content of her stories, but just how everything is on an escalated She's extra. Platform. She's yeah. very extra, bro. Yeah. You know I, I think either somebody has told her or she's told herself, like, this has worked to get you here. Keep the keep, keep the foot on the pedal. Keep doing this 100%. Mm. And I think that's kind of where she is right now. Mm. I, I said this because I put up a post because someone called her a coon. And, I, like, first of all, I don't, I don't, in, at this point in my life, refer to any black person as a coon. Mm. Um. And it, and I it doesn't matter. I haven't called Amarosa that. I haven't called Stacey Dash that. Like I think that they're both embarrassing for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't like that. And someone called her coon. It struck a nerve with me. And I, you know, I think that if Melissa McCarthy can act how she acts, and Sarah Silverman gets away with everything that she gets away with, let Tiffany be great. Two people that I couldn't be around. Before. <laughs> two, uh, two other. You got to say it like. Cartman in South Park. Remember when he had the the coon, yeah. <laughs> 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 little superhero <laughs> coon. But I, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I I hope that she just keeps on hitting the stride of success. Uh, I stand behind. It's going to be hard for me. Like I, I can't wait to see the role that she's the starring character in, just so I can see like is this role tailored, you know, to to meet what she, you know, like how Girls Trip was tailored to meet who she is. I think, or she bought that to her. Who she is in the public her, it eye. It gave her space. It yeah. gave her that platform. Mm-hmm. Like you know, is a I couldn't do a whole movie with her that way. Um, but it, you know, if she got into a totally dramatic role and that sort of, she really had to tap into some other emotion other than I just won a million dollars at the casino. Like if she had to tap into something else, then I think I would be interested in that because if all these stories are true, she's got a dark side. What's the girl? What's who's the girl from like? Couples retreat. The black girl. Put it in my mouth. Oh yeah, the, the I, little singing girl. Wasn't she like? She was in um, Fifty Shades of Black with Marlon Wayans. Wasn't she also? Uh, she was in, in Peoples. She what, was the gay sister in Peoples. Was she in Get Him to the Greek? I don't remember. Was she in Black <laughs> Jesus? I missed that movie. I didn't watch that. It was a funny movie. That was a funny. Let me pull group. up her name. Black Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> I brush my teeth with African child. Yeah, African child. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's funny. That's fucking hilarious, man. Um, I feel like Tiffany Haddish could probably pay half of her role. So. Oh yeah, probably. Um, I could, and I could, I could see her there. Like, what is this chick's name? You know what it is? I've yet to see real talent from her. Good lord. No, no, no. I'm not in a fucked up way. Like, That's like cool. if her this name is, is um. Callie Hawk. I could not think yeah, of her. Yeah, Callie Hawk. Yeah, but but follow what I'm saying. Follow what I'm saying. If she is, if this is who she is, right, when the cameras turn off, then this is not talent. This is just your personality that we're seeing, right? Like, I've yet to see you not be you, not be this character. In the Gerard Carmichael show, you were this character, you know, and Keanu, you were this character. I mean, I think Keanu's different. I think she was more just like on Gerard Carmichael show. She was actually toned down more than she has been lately, too. In my opinion, no, not not by any stretch of the means. I to think me. she was toned down because she had way. She was probably had the least amount the of screen, screen time. time. Yeah, than everybody else. But it was the same sort of projection. It was the same. She was supposed to be a hood chick. Yeah. Hello. 
Okay. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like if this is you, then that's not acting. You know what I'm saying? That's like putting, that's like. I don't think that's fair because we don't know her. But I, I would say that it is somewhat one dimensional in terms of what, what we've seen from her. Well, then I guess that's the problem. It's like if we if we don't know her from seeing who she is in all these interviews, then I think that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Is that like it's okay? So that's not you. Then that's that exactly proves my point. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I I just don't know what to like. I get it. I'm intrigued. You don't know if you're on board. I just don't know how long it's gonna last. I know? think that she's writing it until till as long as she. can. I don't want to see that. I'd rather her. You want to see her succeed. I want to see her succeed. Okay. I've seen enough of these fucking shits fizzle out. You know where these people are things. They're things for one year and then it's nothing next year. I don't want Melissa that. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that to happen for her. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to see some real merit. You know, and that's just my take. Whose on career it. would you like? Wait, to Wait, Melissa's her been doing mad stuff though. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but say she's not really fizzled out. I mean, I didn't say she, she did. was hot oh. in Bridesmaids, but she's like flipped that into like what like the heat or whatever, movies. like yeah. several other mm-hmm. movies. She has a movie coming out this year. Does I think. she? Yeah. Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. Did you it hasn't come out. The other yet. one, the boss or whatever she was. Yeah, I saw the boss. Mm-hmm. Was it funny? Uh, not really. Not really. It didn't I mean, look funny. The, the one with um, the one with it was like two cops. That was kind of funny. Heat or whatever. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. I saw like five minutes. I didn't care. It's a buddy cop movie. I hate I hate buddy cop movie. But you asked me who who would I I would love to see her have a career like Queen Latifah. Hmm, I'm not mad. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. You know, what I'm if, saying. I mean, if she has the chops for it, that's that's what's yet to be seen. <laughs> like, but this, I mean, like this many at this films point, in, we knew Queen Latifah point, had the chops. No. What? No. What was Queen Latifah's first film? Was it Juice? Juice is what I remember okay. her in. Okay. But she had like a very small like she so, was on screen. So for two, like a give me second. two, give me two more films. Set it, set off. it off. You didn't know she had the chops by set it off. No, you're wrong. <laughs> she it was that movie Juice, with uh... it was Jungle Fever. It was the first time I remember seeing her. Well, y'all said Juice, not me. He said Juice. Yeah. So, but by the time we saw Set It Off, we didn't know Queen Latifah was a real actress. Yeah. And she had a lot. Like we didn't see a side of Queen. We didn't go from you and I T Y Queen Latifah to. But Cleo there was a, that, set it off. There, was a, there was a big gap between yeah, but whatever. juice and set it off though. <laughs> Not by much. Set Living it off was ninety six. Okay, but what I'm saying is, is that by time we we're talking about by time we saw her on screen, when did like, we see her as a romantic lead? That movie with Steve Martin. Hold, but I hold on. <laughs> no, where, where, where you, where you I know, I know. She was <laughs> she was a house. lead. Where yeah. are you going with that though? And I'm, I know I'm not I'm not taking anything away from her, but in terms of what was being offered to her, the movie with Common, right? Uh, just that, right. Yes, that's the one. Oh, sorry. Well, what was being point. she? What was being what was being offered to her to be able to, for me? There's a big gap between a living single and her performance in Bessie. It's a big gap there. I didn't. I knew she was a great actress way before Bessie. I didn't know she was capable of. Bessie until I saw it. Now, did I know she was capable of like a great performance before that? Absolutely, but that's all I'm saying. Okay, so like, you, so you're saying, okay, I got you. So you're saying that you at this point in Queen Latifah's career, which Tiffany Haddish is how many movies in? Uh, we named three easily. What two? Right? She's two movies in. Right? Oh, she's only two in with Keanu, Keanu and Girls, Girls Trip. Trip. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because before oh, that, okay. I've, well, I, she's a TV show in, and yeah, and, she's a TV show okay. in a supporting role. So um, we have Taxi, the riveting crime drama with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. I I will just say this: Yes, I knew that 
Queen Latifah was a good actress, but I didn't know she was capable of Bessie until Bessie, which she was great in. So, and I didn't know Marlon Wayans was capable of Requiem for a Dream until I fucking saw that. I would like for him to dramatically act and stop doing comedy because that special he just put out was ass. I didn't see it, but I heard it was bad. <laughs> it's yeah. really bad. But yeah, that, that's all Queen I'm Latifah's saying. Queen done a Tiffany lot Ash. of things. I would actually have liked to see him as Richard Pryor, but. That, like a lot. That's all I'm saying about Tiffany Haddish, man, is that like. If, yeah, you're or, not sold on her career. No, how can I be? You know I'm, what I'm, I'm not mad at those critiques. Just, yeah. I don't like the other stuff people said. Yeah, but how we rabbit hole down Tiffany I, Haddish? I, have no I think clue. part of it is just like the social, the social media like environment, like exposes us way too much somebody to somebody. Where before, like you might catch a movie from somebody like maybe once. You might see him a couple years later and still like fuck with that person. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, when you're constantly bombarded by like media moments and viral stuff, and you you, you just kind of get a, you get a to fatigue people. to it. Yeah, there's like yeah. a fatigue there. Right. I agree. And with then, that. then you start to like criticize something or like look at something in a different way. Yeah. Especially if there's just this one, uh, this one like thought about a person or this one. There's one thing about a person, basically. You kind of start maybe being a contrarian or maybe just trying to think differently about something. Right. That's a very good point. Those are all facts right there. Um, it's clear that we don't give a fuck about the Oscars, even though we're calling this Oscars. <laughs> well, I mean, I was this say, is, these are Oscar-adjacent I wanted things. to shout out, you know, shout out to Roger Deakins for finally winning. Oh, yeah. Right. I didn't yeah. realize he had been snubbed 13 times. Yeah. Like, he did get nominated 14 times to get a fucking Oscar here. Yeah. How yeah. that how that has happened, I have no fucking clue. He's clearly yeah. one of the best at his craft, still living. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to Roger Deakins for that. I didn't know he does. He does like a lot of those like DreamWorks movies. Like he works on a lot of them as far as like visualizing them and the storyboards and stuff like that. You oh, mean really? like the animated ones? Yeah. Oh, nice. That's really dope. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jordan Peele for original screenplay. Um, the best thing. Did, did you see the reaction video with um, Keegan Michael Key? Like when he won, like them jumping up and cheering for them. Mm-mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great. And then like SK Brown put up, he was like, Jordan got it Oscar. I don't know. That's dope. I know y'all don't like hashtag black boy joy, but I was like, oh, it warmed my heart to see y'all loving on each other. Yeah, it's just that's just a weird phrase, black boy joy. That's I didn't come just, up with it. People ran with it. Yeah, but you're still hashtagging it. I just don't like it. Okay, cool. Don't that's use just, it. That's just weird, you know? It's weird. I would have liked <laughs> I, I was... I could have accepted Get Out not winning Best Picture because there's other good films in the list. I think he really should have got Best Director. Like the movie is mm. is well put together and it's it's brilliant. It's a it's masterpiece. A, it's it's a well oiled machine and that falls a lot on the director. Mm. A I lot think, of the things in that movie are very much his responsibility, and I I think he should have got Best Director. Between writing and directing, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah, mm. I think like. Four point five million dollar movies just don't get Best Picture or Best Director anymore. Moonlight. I think they used to get it like in Moonlight wasn't like four five million dollars. It had to be at least ten or something like no. that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I no, thought you said Moonlight was like like three. Let's really? look at it. Moonlight was low and, as fuck. Uh, That's crazy. It was lower than Get Out. The Hurt Locker was low too. Um, I think it was uh, Moonlight is the lowest budget film to win Best Picture, and Hurt Locker is this four million dollars. The second oh, lowest wow. budgeted no. film to win Best Picture. Yeah. So. So, so Martin, million. that's another L for you, Martin. Yeah, I guess it's you, another L. Yo, yeah. Martin and these well, fucking like, L's, like, bro. Kind of a, um, Maybe we should name it Martin though. takes an L. Martin yeah. takes an L. Uh, <laughs> Hold this L, Martin. <laughs> right. For real. 
Oh, Man. your credibility is complete. Like your whole credit score this episode has <laughs> yeah. dropped from an 800. Job. <laughs> I'm enjoying this banter between y'all. Like he's not arguing with me or you, Corey. Like yeah. this is something he's new. not calling me racist. Like it's, it's a <laughs> <Yeah>. new day. <laughs> it's a whole new day. I was going to get you I for that. I was going to get you earlier, but I was like, oh, your, da- your dad's last name is. Is what? Lucas? Nah. Not nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to bring it back up. You should bring it back up because now I'm intrigued. My dad's last name is Lucas. It's not so. your dad's last name. What are you saying? I'm His so last name? Make the huh. joke. <laughs> I, I no. No, Corey said Coon earlier, and I was like, your, your dad's last name is Coon. Oh, yeah. 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 I was going to put him out there again Shouts like out that. To him. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to my stepdad. Yeah, that is pretty My funny. last name is not that. I would not allow that. <laughs> I always wonder if- He'd like, be like, no, no, don't adopt me, please. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. If your name was Corey Coon, I think- that's a, I, That sounds I, like, like a superhero name. <laughs> well, I would be interested to know what your middle name is. <laughs> What's your fuck? Is it Keith? Because if it's Corey Keith Coon, this is your parents were doing something there. Corey especially Ray Coon. if Corey Ray Coon. Corey, like, the Corey spelled with a K, then the Coon is spelled with a K. It's like, wait, Whoa. what the fuck were your parents doing, bro? Like, they're not slick. I'm just trying to figure out why someone has a last name Coon. He's the only person I know with a last name Coon. Yeah, there's a lot of Coons out there. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, man. So, Oscar adjacent. What? What? They they talk about Meryl Streep having a new meme now. I guess. I don't. Know. Her skin looks great. By the way, yeah, I, just I love to, her. I just wanted to say she that she can her, do no wrong. Well, she, um, she's a little problematic too. But we're not going to go there. But oh, okay, let's not. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, Francis McDormand in her speech. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Francis McDormand. Hashtag dope. inclusion writer. Yeah, she's dope. She did a good job. Very good job. You heard that joint got uh, robbed though. What joint? Yeah, they took her. her uh, they took her, her statue. Oscar got robbed. Somebody took her. Rob- did her- she get it back? I think she got it back because that dude got arrested. So I thought that yeah. all the statues at the awards were just placeholders, and you got yours in the mail later. The one I that guess you, not. Yeah. The one that they hand you, I think, is not yours. But you get it that night when you go back, maybe. I don't know. I, don't I thought it, I don't think it has your name on it because they because yeah. Have, I thought that you. I thought that night you do not take home an Oscar. Literally, I thought you all the ones that they take the pictures with and the one they get on the are fake. Are yeah. not fake, but they're just like nameless. They're just yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I, hey, we're wrong. So she got her Oscar taken and it got returned. Oh. So I wonder how much you can get for an Oscar. Well, that'd be really tough to sell that one online. No. Would it really? <laughs> not on the deep web. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't know about the deep web. Yeah, the deep web's a real thing. So I, I wonder how much those are really going for, though. Because now it's nostalgic. Like, oh, you stole this from Frances McDormand. Or, you know, it has. On like, the night she gave, like, the, the greatest yeah. speech. It's like a yeah. Michael Jordan rookie card out there. But that's like the a. World. But, like, the Michael Jordan rookie card it was meant for people to have. Like, this is her award. Yeah, but that's what makes it even more. <laughs> yeah, that's like. But you oh, compared you know, it to something that's pu- that was for the public. A for rookie, okay, for well, it's like yeah. the, the I don't know the fucking car that J- James Dean drove in and whatever the fuck movie ten movies he drove cars in. Like this is the one he did that in. It's no, like one that, of those that would be part of a movie. Like this is you stole right. her personal. You stole property. her personal property, and now you're. You know. It has value. Trust me. Oh, I, I'm not doubting you. I'm just telling you your analogies are really awful. Okay, I'll take. <laughs> that. But like inclusion writers have been a thing, correct? What did she say in her speech? I don't know what you're implying because I, I didn't watch the television. 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 <laughs> um, she she basically got up there and told everybody, like everybody stand, you know, all the women that were nominated with me, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, just everything, directors, any, funny. any, in any category, yeah. women that were nominated to stand up. And then she basically was like, "These women are capable, and you need to be scheduling meetings with them." And he was like, "Don't ask them at the parties tonight. Bring them in your office and go to their office." And then she was like, two words, inclusion writer." But that's not a new thing. Uh, oh, see, I missed that part of her speech. Because again, full disclosure, I that just was the very the last thing she said. Oh, see, the, uh, the highlights didn't show that. Okay, so so take us through this again. So so then then she said uh, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at that moment. I think that, and she didn't make it about Me Too or Times Up. She made it about the capability um, of, of of female creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, just to say, like, you know, we're capable, we're here, we're standing in this room with you. Like, when opportunities arise, like, think of us. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that that holds weight for... Well, I mean, when people are Oscar-nominated, it, it means something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether they win or not. And I think she was just saying, like, hey, like, look around. These people are capable and they're dope. Like, hire them. Mm-hmm. And don't say it just to say it, mean it. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, like, with the inclusion writer thing, they were saying, like... you know, She was saying, like, put your... Put your money where your mouth is. Like mm. these are things that you have control over when you act like you don't. Mm. So, um, and like I think that that was something that you brought up before about like Spike was like big on an inclusion writer. Like that was a thing with him. Mm-hmm. And like I'm assuming that's also the case with like a Donald Glover. So I think it's just very interesting that like it's just now dawning on a white woman to yeah. say, "Well, it's popular." You know. I mean, and I'm not. I'm not going to doubt her heart, but like, it's just interesting. Like, it's just now dawning on you to yeah. say this. But also, too, she's in a very, if I could say, privileged situation, um, because she's married to one of the Cohen brothers, mm-hmm. and it's clear that like movies like Fargo, mm-hmm. you know, or even Blood Simple, well, Blood Simple, not so much. I guess that was probably the start of their relationship. But Fargo, it's obvious that this role was crafted. For her. For you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she maybe maybe it never really dawned on her that she was in a privileged position. Um I'm not I'm not I, I it's a it's interesting to me, but I'm not going to condemn it. Because yeah. she got to that place and that's that's good. That's right. a good thing. So I'm not gonna shit on it because she did say it. Yeah. And she said it at a very important moment. Very, so. Yeah, no, that's dope. Uh, I think I just think it's interesting that it's just now dawning on her. And I, if someone gets to the point where they realize they have privilege and they realize they have something that they can do, like, and they do it, I'm not mad. Well, you know, and maybe I'm just not privy to these conversations, man. But I would be. I think it's. I think it's dumb for anybody to not think that women were capable or like. That, that they didn't fit into certain spec like I just it'd be interesting to hear how these conversations either happen or don't happen more so happen because I, I really can't think of a good movie without a good female either um co-star or like you know main star I really can't like all of my favorite movies I- have a strong female role like presence in them you understand well, what you're talking about actresses, and there's so much more to putting a film together than actresses. You know that, so yeah. Oh, so you're talking okay. So she said more everybody, so not the, necessarily actresses. Yeah, she was yeah, saying yeah, every yeah. woman that was nominated in any category. Yeah, I got up. you. Okay, uh, yeah. Now that makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, actresses work, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I guess I was thinking well, yeah, in terms of that. Statistically, but. there's just 
considerably lower numbers of women in the technical fields yeah. and people of color. Producers, yeah, directors. Yeah. It's, there's not a lot of women directors, a lot of women producers, mm. editors, sound, you know, the but whole. Even back se- to that, some of my yeah. fa- yo, Catherine Bigelow, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just, it's just, yeah. I, I guess I'm just saying more so for me. But I never might... looked at it like a shortage because the ones that are, that get the shine, I think are really, it's like, I, it's just not like a pie n- chart to me. But it's, think of the numbers. Like, there's just way more men. Yeah. Like, I, just, I just way never, But in the population, there are more it. women. So yeah, yeah, I just never thought about it. But it, 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 I guess it is. You never really thought a thing. of women as not being capable. Yeah, I, I, that's all I'm trying to say. I never thought of women as not being capable. But I think that that's were, your mindset, though. Like, yeah, but, but it's it just, does. It is. To me, but a lot of people don't have that mindset. It does present an interesting conundrum because we've been in the position to hire people for our business and. There aren't a lot of women, so, but then it's like, well, what came first, the chicken or the egg? It's like, are there not a lot of women because nobody's hiring, or you know, or not enough writing? You know what I'm saying? Is there Mm -hmm. not enough women writing and really putting their material where it needs to be? That would be my question. You know, like you know, you're you know, okay, like in the in the fiction novel space, I, I you know I hear it a lot more, but like when it comes to screen screenplay space, like. I, I would I would wonder if there You would like to run the numbers. I would really like to yeah, to know that. Like is is there like a formula somebody saying, Well, there can only be a certain amount of things produced by women, you know, or is it just that material's not making it to a I certain place? I don't know. I don't know. And and sometimes it might be that women aren't able to get in the room. Who knows? Like mm. Well that's what I was gonna argue is that, you know, it becomes the cycle. If if there's more men that are interested in this profession, mm-hmm then they overshadow the few women who are, but are they not into this profession because of that anomaly too? That perception. That perception. So it be- that they like, won't be successful. Yeah, yeah and, and so they don't pursue it. They and don't then, see themselves as capable. Yeah, and then there's a whole bunch of men who see themselves that are, and then obviously when you look at the hiring pool, you're presented with you know 10 men and two women. Like I can name on, in this area, Maybe both hands. How many women from a technical side? I'm probably really wrong in that number, but right. in my personal role that you've encountered, less than ten women that do technical sides of filmmaking. Right. But men, I mean, I lose count. Yeah. You know. So, but like, what causes that? So, I mean, it, it, you know. yeah, that's an interesting su- subject. And, and, and I mean, I don't have answers, and yeah, I mean, yeah. and, and it could be some boxing out going on. Um, I, but I'm with you. I've never felt that any of these women were not capable. Yeah, it's 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 weird, you know. Um, One thing I, I thought that was weird about the Oscars is like Black Panther and Get Out were like mentioned multiple times, mm-hmm. but I, I think Wonder Woman was only mentioned once. I thought they were going to mention that a lot more, right? Considering it's like history making. Well, I mean, not necessarily, but as far as like a good superhero movie mm-hmm. directed by a woman starring a woman, like that that was it was really huge at the time and. Yeah. Now people it just it just got completely eclipsed by Black Panther, right? And and I thought this being like an award show that like very much put women in the forefront, they would talk more about it, but they really didn't. Mm-hmm. I would think the the Marvel machine helps with that though too. Like you have this, fa- it's like another brick on the foundation of awesomeness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whereas. Wonder Woman is always going to suffer because of the DC comics. Then those oh, yeah. those movies suck. So it's like, you know, Wonder Woman was good, but I, to me, it wasn't as good as Black Panther. But I, I I enjoyed Wonder Woman though. Like not to shit on it, but and I think that it means something, right? Um, in terms of like imagery and 
young girls seeing themselves as capable right. in front of and behind the camera. So it means something, but I like Yeah, I mean, the, thirst, the first 30 minutes of film, I don't even think there's a man, like, anywhere. Mm. Like, it's just, I mean, they they made a, a very, like, serious um, decision to just be like, we're just going to put women in the first 30 minutes and mm-hmm. no men, and you're just going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to get used well, to, like, empathizing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you, I think in superhero movies, it might be like 10, 15 minutes of that, but they were like very clear on like, we're going to spend a long time in this on place. Origin, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, see, that brings me back to my point, and I don't understand this 3.9 for a, a wrinkle in time. Like, mm-hmm. we can't shit, and then when, you know, Let's then we're not. shitting on it. When it, when it when it happens, and then we're, it's like we're shitting on it. Maybe that's where the bullshit comes in, you know? Wonder like, Woman is good, though. Like, Oh yeah, no! I'm not saying Wonder Woman's not good. I, I, I don't have an opinion on Wrinkle. Yeah, time. I, I need to see it. But I, yeah, I'm just saying this. This might go into the thread of it too. It's like um, because it's a very unjustified number to me, and I don't it's understand. Really bothering you? Yeah, because it's because I've I can't name ten other three point nine films. You understand what I'm saying? It's like it's not this this one. I've fallen asleep in movies before. This, I was nowhere near that in here. So I just don't understand. You know, but so maybe this is how this is where it happens. Is in these, you know, little places that make a big difference on the impact of the bottom line. And then, you know, people are like, well, can't do that no more because of this shit. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know where it happens. But 3.9 is very unjust. <laughs> and that's where I, that's the only place I can leave that. And I can't wait till y'all see it because Martin. Kickboxer 2 got a 4.5. Yo, <laughs> Kickboxer 2 got a 4.5, bro. Like, And there's yo. a new one coming out this year. And, yo, and they greenlit a third one, yo. I and, think, a, and a fourth. Oh, my God, I think they're, bro. they're grading... Um, I think they're grading uh, a wrinkle in time on like reverse curve of like Disney and Marvel and Pixar Pixar movies that are like so great that when something like pales in comparison, you just tend to like. Hey man, Emoji got three point one. So I mean, I don't know, man. This this grading system, man. That that's the that's the next thing this industry has to come for. Wait, is the 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 Kickboxer Retaliation twenty eighteen has a score of five, starring Christopher Lambert. 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 No, it's Lambert. Lambert. It's whatever. Lambert. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've heard it pronounced Lambert. 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 Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mike Tyson is fucking in this movie. Yo. Just look up Killer Clowns from Outer Space, please. Right, like, I, I, like, I have to I know actually like now. that movie. But it's not three. It's not better than Wrinkle in Time, though. And guaranteed, the numbers are gonna. Say I'm pretty it is. sure this other movie that we that I just looked at, like. Yeah, this is just it's fucking retarded. Oh, yeah. ridiculous. Oh, Killer Clowns say. from Outer Space. Six point one. Six point one, yo. Yes. You see what I'm saying? We can do a whole episode on this stupidity, man. Yo, man, I'm maybe I'm Wrinkle in Time will get bro. better I'm like on get... Monday. I'm yeah. Team Duvernay, yo. Fuck this oh, shit, oh, yo. Oh, listen, a Wrinkle in Time is a 4.0 right now. Yeah, on on I guess. And since we've started, it has gone up point one. <laughs> 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 That's good. That's really good. Keep That's hope really alive. Good. Keep hope alive. It got to his starting. Yeah. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I don't like Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. Well, she's in uh uh, Lizzie's favorite film of all time. She's in my top, both of like my top two films. Yeah, she's in Freeway, and then my second one is American Psycho. She's in that too. Mm. I love American Psycho. Well, cool. Are we gonna wrap it up here, guys? Let's. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I wanted to talk about one last thing. Let's sure. go. I was wondering what y'all thought as far as like you know blackish, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I think it literally just came out that uh, ABC pulled one of their episodes, and the episode was basically covering like the whole Colin Kaepernick um, kneeling. Motherfuckers. <laughs> NFL. That's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah considering what they've allowed them to talk about, like yeah, they did like police shootings scared? on it. Yeah. yeah, which that was like a such a good episode. And yeah. considering everything Gronish talks about now, I, I thought they would be able to. Gronish ain't on ABC though. Yeah, that's true. I guess maybe they were scared that the show would get canceled. I don't man. They better put it on the DVD. Didn't didn't they do this? Wasn't is wasn't CBS behind Carmichael show? NBC. Oh, NBC. Oh, man, their whole their whole shit. I'm just this net that whole network. Well, that's what happened to a antiquated. different world too. After they did the the episode on the riots, they like couldn't recover. What is their formula? They think people don't talk about this shit, or they, they think don't that people offend. are gonna boycott and pull advertising. Yo, this is a different day, bro. Like, well, they can do those things though. <laughs> yeah, but motherfuckers ain't doing that. People, everybody's pandering to what people want to what the thing is. So it's like. I mean, Papa John's lost their entire like NFL sponsorship just because they commented on it or whatever. I mean, I, commented I think they on were what? on uh, like the NFL not being able to like uh, shut down these players who are um, like I guess the CEO commented on the NFL not being able to shut down the players who were nailing. Basically, he was like, "You you should have fixed it by now. Like these dudes, you should have got them in line." Type that was kind of his uh, his statement was like, "You should have got them in line a long time ago." Oh, yeah. Well, they lost their sponsorship because yeah. they went against the people. Yeah, I think anybody commenting on that situation and far, as far popular. as media is going to lose sponsorships. I think that's probably what they think. Whether each, either way, I think they're going to, they think it's going to lose sponsorships. That's fucking All about crazy. that money, man. That's it's, unfortunately it's crazy. So basically, p- play within the boundary. I don't know. Motherfuckers got to, you got to stand up for something if you want to change. You got to shake some feathers, man. Fuck that shit. Oh, yeah, and the Sorry to Bother You tra- trailer just dropped today. Hey, I, I, I want to yeah. see that. Maybe we should do just a whole episode on that, huh? Probably not. Uh, do a whole episode on that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Nah, I don't. If, if it comes out around here. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, we, we never get the limited shit. Yeah. All right, so that's the last thing you wanted to talk about, which was uh, uh, Blackish. Yeah, I, it's dumb, yeah. Oh, you wanted to talk about Jumanji. You already talked about Jumanji. Um, you know, I could. This podcast would go on till two in the morning if we talk yeah. about um, the ruining of my childhood by Jumanji two. So uh, we'll save it for another day. I'm sure it got more than three point nine. It did. It got <laughs> it a got seven like point. A seven it got point. a seven point one, which I totally disagree with because I think I think Jumanji two is is complete dumpster juice yeah. and it was pretty awful. Well, I watched Good Time and the Safety Brothers are off the chain. I love them and Robert Pattinson. I really need to go back and watch everything Robert Pattinson that is not Twilight now. You you also said you want to see like a, a category for the Oscars that's just independent film. Yes. Well, I think something like the Florida Project or A Good Time can like yes can call flourish. me by your name. All these movies kind of place into this one thing where people can vote on. Absolutely. I think that would be a really good idea. Yeah. Or even better would be just fuck the Oscars altogether and just something new just spawn that really cares about the craft and not. Yeah, you like know, the Independent Spirit Awards. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should support them, huh? Yeah. This, this whole episode is sponsored by the Independent Spirit <laughs> Awards. That's the end roll for you. All right. So anyhow, man, uh, is that pretty much it, guys? We want to call this quits here. There you go. I hope, yeah. I hope we didn't lose our listeners. 
Uh, for the ones that stayed and got to the end, man, thank you guys for listening, per usual. Um, you know, you can follow us on uh, Instagram and uh, on Facebook at Kinda, K-I-N-D-A, Movie Critics, if you're not following us. And then also on Twitter at Kinda Movie Crits. Um, we're not going to do the personal Instagrams and all that stuff. If you're listening to this on your device, go into the description. All of our where to follows us individually is right there. I'm Treasy, this lovable voice and this agreeable voice that you always hear is Treasy. The unagreeable voice of this episode is Martin. Um, don't follow him. Just follow Treasy. So anyway, um, yeah, that's it, man. And uh, remember, they call our they mm, remember we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. And I love black women. Just want to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kofi (laughs) Sterebo. This has been an On Ear Network production.